Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media, on Instagram, at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit that follow button. And you can also watch these episodes on my YouTube channel, Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Welcome, everyone. How is everyone doing? I am really excited for today's episode. Today, I have two fellow Wolfpack members on the pod today. For me, and I, I speak for the rest of the group, they are the go-to guys when it comes to soccer cards. Welcome Dave at DJ's Sports Card 86 and Craig at New York City Sports Cards and the co-host of Crosstown Cardboard Podcast. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it, Ken. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Looking forward to this talk. Now, you you two guys, I think, have different styles uh when it comes to the soccer market. And I think um and I'm gonna say this, and you can you can either defend or not, you know, agree or defend that I, I kind of think, Dave, you're a you're a full soccer market guy because sometimes we're having soccer conversations and you're talking about people that i've never heard of before <laughs> when it comes to craig i see all these cards you're posting and i'm like i know every one of those names and every one of these cards that that you're picking up so um am i right to say that that dave you're all over the market or the soccer market and craig you're more focused on certain players yeah, um, over the past year, year and a half, I've definitely done some prospecting, um, you know, just having watched um, different leagues and seeing some of the young players uh, in those leagues that aren't that well known yet. Um, try to get in early on players like that. And um, that's some of what you've seen in my cases, um, you know, just prospects that aren't that well known yet. A lot of prospecting. And Craig, how about you? I stick to pretty much the players that I know, so I can't catch every soccer game. But if I'm on YouTube watching highlights, I'm always seeing how PSG did over the weekend. So I could see not even a matter of if, but how Mbappe scored. Same thing with Erling Holland and Man City. Every weekend, it's goals. There's so exciting to watch. And then you got your goats like Ronaldo, Messi. I even include Neymar in that mix. And it's just guys that I enjoy to watch, guys that everyone knows. And yeah. it's funny that you said that the players you're familiar with and a lot of the cards you're familiar with, and that's kind of kind of how I want to collect. I want to collect the most badass, unique cards, those big names that you know, along with the U.S. men's national team, in hopes to maybe hooking some other uh, collectors into soccer because they see these like similar-looking brands to what they're used to. 
And Dave, you you stick to the prospecting, right? You're, no, I you're... um, it, it's a mix for me for sure. I mean, the most liquid guys are definitely your, you know, Messi, Ronaldo, um, Neymar is probably my favorite guy to invest in prior to the World Cup. Um, I do like to mix it up though with some young players as well. Um, some of those are more long term holds, um, that are planned to hold for a while. Um, but yeah, definitely, a, I, I'd say it's a mix for me of the huh. two. Now, the hobby, obviously, all about the cards, all about the cardboard, right? Um, is it me, or have they really flooded the market this year with the World Cup? I've seen, I've seen soccer boxes that I've never that I've never heard from before, you know. So, so you know, being being in the hobby and buying buying cards, there were just certain, you know, uh, uh, Panini cards, things like that, that tops cards that I, people were buying. Now, all of a sudden. You look online and there's like 30 different boxes of World Cup, the roads, road to World Cup, the road to Qatar. Um, it, it, is it overwhelming for for soccer people? You know, if you're collecting soccer, like who, what boxes do you buy? Um, so for me, I think the one of the best products out there right now is Merlin. Uh, just value wise, I think Merlin has a lot of good short prints. Um, I've seen a lot of great hits just in blasters with Merlin. Um, retail, uh, retail, they go for about twenty five bucks, I think it is at, at right now. And um, just to flip those, you know, they you you can you know make make fifteen bucks or so in each one, but. Um, I think it's, there's a lot more value just in in ripping through those. Um, I've seen a lot of good hits from Merlin. So um, that's one in particular that I'd recommend people take a look at. And uh, you see a lot of uh, breaks with Merlin right now for that reason. Uh, definitely one of the popular products out there. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the new Prism World Cup that just dropped. Prism World Cup's every four years. So obviously yep. that's a very popular rip. Like if you can get your hands on a sealed box of 2014 World Cup, that's like as safe as an investment is. Yeah, iconic but, series. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, with the matchups inserts, which are the Ronaldo Messi matchups card is like an all-time modern soccer card. But there's the new Prism that just came out, World Cup. It just doesn't quite appeal to me. The regular EPL Prism doesn't seem to have a lot of popularity. But going back to what DJ said, I agree. Uh, Merlin Chrome, which is only this is only its second year in existence, I'm pretty sure. But I was able to scoop up a couple blasters for 25 a piece straight from Target. I just ripped them. It was a super fun rip. Eight packs for $25, lots of color. And why do people like Prism? Most part for the shine and for the short print parallels. Yeah. Gold out of ten. Yeah, gold out of well, I guess in soccer it's 50. Well, Prism it's 10, and the tops products it's 50. But same thing, Merlin. If you like color, you like shine. It's a great product to rip. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what would be what would be the top end? What would be the top end? You know, like in football, you have national treasures and things like that. What would be the top end for soccer? Like if you were going to go out and buy a box where there was probably four or five or six cards in there, like a national treasures box, what, what would that be? Something you would pull, you know, like like a twenty or thirty or a forty thousand dollar card out of, or probably not like football and basketball um yeah i mean there there's national treasures for soccer definitely a premium product um nice um patches and autos as with uh, other sports and um i would go back to what craig said about 2014 prism uh to me that if i had to pick one box um to get it would probably be that it really is an iconic box um the matchup cards like craig said um also the fan of the game uh, auto from kobe 
Kobe Bryant has a card uh, in that series, which is um, pretty rare, super rare, and um, you know, very sought after. Um, you never even see those at shows. I'm sure everybody's just holding on to those. Yeah. It's that's definitely an iconic, a unique card too, in that series. So I, I would definitely put 2014 Prism uh, at her near the top. I'm pretty sure from that set, the the Kobe Bryant fans of the game, the the black one of one Prism. I don't know if the video just resurfaced or if it was just recently pulled, but that is a, a ridiculous card out of a soccer product. It's yeah, amazing. unbelievable. Yeah. Kobe one of one black prism autograph. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> one of the best cards in existence. Super cool. Yeah. And and how did he end up in a soccer box? Fan um, of the game. So yeah, he grew up in Italy and I know played soccer growing up and was just um you know the title of the card was you know it, it really tells that he was a huge fan of soccer he would i forget who his team was but i know he would go to matches all the time um just a huge fan of the game and um it was very fitting that that's what they um decided to yeah. to title that um yeah. that short print yeah. see the, the yeah. teacher is always learning <laughs> that's right I know you usually dish out the lessons that I can, but hopefully we could retain. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I had you guys on, you know, and and I've talked about it on the pod about being out at shows and like a soccer card come to the table. And this is how I learn, right? You know, I take pic pictures of them. I, I, you know, you guys are right there coming right back, you know, let me know if it's good or not. Now, now maybe it makes me a little, a little soft, right? That I, I'm not doing as much homework as I should because I've got you right there. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's like the internet, right? If you need, you don't even need to remember anything anymore. You could just look it up, yeah. you know, learn right anything there. on YouTube, your literally anything. Tips, right? yeah. yeah. And then as far as the and influx wanna... of, um, you know, different products, any, any year where there's uh, the Euro tournament or world cup, there will be several additional products compared to usual. So, um, that'll, that'll be possibly even bigger. I think, uh, four years from now when the world cup is here, I mean, we, we will see, probably an unprecedented amount of wax, yeah. especially because it's here. Oh, go ahead. There, there are some higher-end soccer products you had asked about earlier. Um, there's National Treasures, like you said, but this is the first year they've made National Treasures since 2018. So the 2018 National Treasures soccer products are a good one to look at. Those yeah. are really nice-looking cards with a lot of match-worn stuff. Mm -hmm. DJ, have you seen the cards from 2016 Flawless? The one I year flawless did soccer. There are some yep. insane, messy, match-worn boot on-card autograph cards from 2016 flawless. The only year yeah, they that's made it. Yeah, that series is amazing. Worth checking that out. And these boxes, I have to imagine to go out and try to find one of these boxes now, have to be insanely priced. Yeah, they're, they're up there. 100K for a two-box case of flawless. Two yeah. boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, out of my range at this time. <laughs> yeah, right. So going into the World Cup, um, the guys we're looking at, the guys that – I know that for the last eight or nine months, right, soccer cards, everyone says, oh, that card, that the value of that card is going to go up during World Cup. The value, and and it's been, they've been saying that since, you know, early spring last year. Um, so now that the World Cup is here, who are these players that we're expecting to go up? Will will just generally soccer cards all over? Will that prices of them go up, or will it just be certain players? Will it only be the players are hot during the tournament? Craig, you want to go first? 
I usually like to give my elders a chance to go first, but I'll, I'll, I'll take this one. Um, do I necessarily think prices will go up? It's good. It's like any market where, yeah, there will be guys that shine and we'll get into those guys in a little bit who they have three or four goals in the group stage or they win the golden boot award. Yeah. We'll see a few guys increase in price overall. We're going to see this drastic increase in price of all things soccer. Probably not, but will there be an increase in participants that I do think so. And the more people you have in it, naturally they're just, it's more action, more deals. But as far as the players look out for, uh, Ken, I'm curious when you ask that question, are you thinking in the lens of the United States players or just the superstars or maybe the prospects or a little bit of everything? Just, just a little bit of everything. Like going into this, I mean, certain players I'm sure are, are people are really looking at. They're really hoping, you know, there's some young players playing for their country. They're, they're hoping for big things like now you're on the world stage. You know, will they shine? I mean, people are watching for these players that if they do shine, their 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 value of their their cards could could really could really jump up. Do you know when you think of the U.S. players, who's the first name that comes to mind? Uh, Weston McKinney. Okay, I appreciate that, but the other one, mm-hmm. Christian Pulisic. So I have a I have a Pulisic uh, optic road to Qatar gold out of ten right here. So if you're on the YouTube, this is a good one. I split this with a friend. And you all know Pulisic. He was, uh, I think of that silly clip from uh, well, the Pawn Stars when they referred to Pulisic as the LeBron James of soccer. And everyone kind of ran with that joke. His prices don't match up really to wh- how talented he is on a global scale. But mm-hmm. when you think of U.S. soccer, you think of Christian Pulisic. Now, what to look out for in the World Cup for him? There's a very good chance we could make a run to the knockout round and he's our leading scorer. You know, in the, in our first three games, if he has two, three, maybe four goals, I mean, you're going to see the interest go like crazy. And he's capable of that. He yeah, plays left he wing in our 4-3-3 system. So he's designed to stay up on the left side of the field, score, create chances. And I think when people watch the games, whether or not he scores, when he touches the ball, you're going to say, oh, this guy's got a little something. He makes something happen every time he gets it. Now, all of a sudden, you'll be able to put, like, the visual of him playing to all this hot talk. Maybe some people will be interested in investing. Yeah, and um, one way I like to look at it is three – I try to think of three things when I think of the tournament. Um, you know, will will the player I'm investing in likely score goals? Will he have big moments? Will he have the ball a lot, make exciting plays? Um, secondly, will that team likely advance far – into the tournament um and then just is there upside with that player too so um neymar is definitely player that i've invested in the most um leading up to the world cup i'm hopeful to get some of uh, what i sent out back in the next couple weeks uh from grading but we'll see how that goes um one player i like a lot who's not as well known as uh rafael leao he's a winger for ac milan and plays for portugal um, Portugal is definitely a major contender. Um, it wouldn't shock me one bit if they win it. Um, and he's a very exciting player. Um, he, he's one of the best dribblers in the sport, um, an electric, uh, scorer and playmaker, um, who's not that well known yet. Um, he has a rookie ticket, uh, 29th, 2019, uh, 20 rookie ticket. Um, and there, there's a red SP, 
uh, version of that as well. So he, he's definitely somebody who I think is is a good player to invest in. Even now, I mean, the prices aren't that bad, um, you know, when it comes to layout. And and how about guys that their countries aren't going to get there, aren't aren't going to be in the World Cup, you know, the top players. And I think Holland is one of them, right? So it's, Most notable, yeah. He's yeah. a guy who's really been been really hot in the market, and now he's left out of the World Cup, you know, the world stage. How does that affect him? I think so, he's such an he, he's such an outlier. Yeah, where he's he's as good as it gets. Here's uh, this is one of my pickups from National. We um, Future Stars is a set in Topps Chrome Soccer. And this is the gold refractor in a PSA 10 of Holland. I love this card. He's so fun to watch. But other players, the players that come to mind are like Mo Salah, who plays, right, Egypt? Egypt, yep. So, again, we're talking about guys who are already pretty iconic in their own right. Mm -hmm. Does the world see a short-term dip, maybe. What do you think, Craig? Just maybe maybe. next month, slight dip. But beyond that, I mean... Holland's having a historic year, just unbelievable. Yeah, that's my yeah, team got- too. I, I feel lucky. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, plays yeah, for uh, Man, City City, Man City in the yeah. Premier League, which gets to my next point. Ken, you got to realize we don't hope soccer cards gets the, grows in this popularity and eyeballs are on, and then the World Cup ends, and then boom, done. Hmm. The hope is to have some staying power. So I think another yeah. thing you want to consider are are you going to be able to watch these guys beyond the World Cup? Maybe you tune into a. USA game and you see um, Pulisic play and you really like the way he plays and then you realize he plays for Chelsea so you have the chance to watch him every Saturday morning or maybe Mbappe who won the uh, young player of the tournament in 2018 where he scored in a World Cup final you watch him and you're like damn this guy's good which I think will happen the first time you lay eyes on him when he plays for France and then you realize he's in the Champions League now all of a sudden the World Cup ends now you're like I want to watch Mbappe play he I'm going to go watch the Champions League round of 16 game. He's got some great room in 2017 tops chrome, an iconic set. Mbappe is a great guy to look at as far as cards and For style. Sure. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, Mbappe will definitely score. I, mean, I would be utterly shocked if he doesn't score a number of goals um, this World Cup. And he's a guy who will, who will have the ball a lot. He'll make a lot of exciting plays. Um I see a little bit of uh, him in Leao. That's why I like Leao. Leao is a very electric, um, athletic, exciting player. There's a little Mbappe in him for sure. So as far as the sales of the cards, and I know I asked this before, and I'm just going to ask this again to clarify. Um, you, Dave, you just said, I hope my Neymar cards come back from PSA You know, in the next couple of weeks. So, I have some, but yeah, I have, I have a number of others still out there. It should be back. Not so, <laughs> so when you're hoping they're coming back, what's that window you're looking for? What's, what's that timeline you're saying? If they come back, it's going to be a great time to sell them. Yeah, so I think the latter part of the tournament, um, Brazil is, spoiler alert, uh, Brazil is my pick to win it. It's kind of a boring pick, but I do think they'll... Um, they have the best chance. They are slight favorites uh, when it comes to the odds. Um, Neymar is playing just about as well as he's ever played, and coupled that coupled with the talent they already have around him um, on the roster, I just I really like Brazil a lot. And you know, in the the latter part of the tournament, um, you know, much I would compare it to you know Burrow last year um, in the AFC Championship when his prices were going crazy. When if Brazil gets close to 
the um, the championship game, um, I think we'll see a spike like that with the star player on whatever teams are left. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be Ronaldo, whether it be um, Neymar with Brazil, whether it be Mbappe with France. So mm-hmm. you know, guys like that, the 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 best of the best, whoever gets to the very end, I think we will definitely see um, some sort of little spike like mm-hmm. we did with Burrow, big spike, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> You know, and what could be interesting is if a team like Brazil does make a deep run, which you would think they do, not only do you have Neymar, who is a, a striker who's, who's, who's aging like a fine wine, yeah. as, most, as most strikers do, right? Um, and then you look at how will that affect other players on the team. So Anthony, who plays for Manchester United, he's a young he – he's a lefty, but he plays on the right wing for Brazil. He's got a lot of really cool cards in 2020 Tops Chrome is his rookie year. Yep. Super exciting player to watch. Again, he's got a lot of flair. He's one of those guys, every time he touches the ball, it's exciting. So if you see Brazil do well, Neymar will have some success. Anthony will have some success and some goals. And I would think you'll see card prices go up, at least temporarily. They have a lot of great players. Vinny Jr., Rodrigo. Mm -hmm. um, And good thing for them is a lot of these guys can play multiple positions. Um, some guys are kind of locked into a certain place like Vinny Jr.'s best on the left wing, but um, even Neymar. Neymar can play anywhere up front, anywhere in the midfield, more or less, um, just with some degree of success. And um, several of their guys, Rafinha, more or less can do that as well. They're just loaded. <laughs> great, great uh, roster. Yeah, Ken, so, a lot of versatility. Big, Ken, do you think of the big countries that – We'll have a chance to win Argentina, Spain, Brazil, Germany. Do you know who made the 2018 final? I do not. It was France who won versus Croatia, who has a population of roughly 4 million. That is half the size of New York City. So it's a tournament. You never know what could happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it... When I hear you guys talking about this and kind of the future of it, too, trying to get, you know, more spectators and more people watching, I think back and I grew up with hockey. I think back to 1980 when the U.S. won the gold medal in hockey at the Olympics and and hockey um, as a whole. I mean, this is the time I was growing up. uh, Just it was boom. Right. Next thing you know, every kid in every neighborhood wanted to play hockey, had their parents bringing them down to the. You know, and 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 it started this big hockey boom in the United States, and 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 it's it's. I, I don't want to say disappointing because we, we we kind of we're talking about all these great teams getting to the finals, and we've never mentioned the U.S. having yeah. having a chance to get there, and it and and I just want to say, I, I, I'm quoting Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards United that said the U.S. has the best squad ever and the poorest chance of winning. So when we think about trying to, you know, and, and I've watched, and I want to say, I want to take it one step back. I, I watched a documentary. I don't know what it was, but it was talking about trying to get, it was it was back when we did not qualify. Was that the last, Olymp- uh, the last World Cup that we did not qualify for? And wanted the U.S. wanted to make all kinds of changes uh, and put all these um feeder programs together for these kids to actually be able to go out and play and start growing up playing this sport and talked about taking it will take 15 years before that generation gets to the point where we'll we'll produce stars 
Yeah, so I think this current roster, I would agree with the first part of what he said, that it's. Uh, I think it is the most talented roster they've ever had. Um, I definitely don't think they'll, they'll win a World Cup, um, you know, this World Cup or even next, but um, I think making it to the knockout round this World Cup would be a small success, and I think they will do that. Um, so I don't know if I would agree with the worst uh, chance ever. Uh, was that what he said? The worst chance ever? Yeah, a poor yeah. The poorest. Yeah, it's, I mean, I do think they'll advance out of the group. So, you know, and then from there, they'll definitely need a little luck. They'll be probably an underdog in um, any match they would um, be involved in in the, in the knockouts. But, um, yeah, I do think that they'll advance. And, you know, I like the future outlook of the sport here in the States as well, just because um, part of it is just the timing of this year. I mean, we're going to get so many more eyes on this World Cup, I feel, than we have in past ones just because everybody's off with, you know, Thanksgiving, the holidays, um, more, more time off, more time to just kind of relax and catch some of these games. And, um, you know, I, normally the World Cup is in the summer, so this is definitely unique having it at this time of the year. Don't you think there's a lot more fans? I do. Of yeah. soccer now than there yeah, ever for has sure. been? Yeah. And with the card market, you know, this is really the first World Cup where soccer cards have kind of been a thing where it's um, still there aren't that many graded. I I posted that stat about how there are uh, less cards total, total soccer cards. There are less of less soccer cards graded than uh, 2019-20 prism basketball. So I think we're only scratching the surface of um, the popularity of the sport and um you know, I think this World Cup will, will definitely do wonders for it. Yeah, without fact-checking, it definitely seems like there's the supply of soccer cards relative to other sports is far less, which makes it a little, which makes it fun to collect for me. But I think we're in uh, how we do this World Cup. We're not expected to win. We seem to be in this weird gray area where if we advance out of the knockout round, that's a win. I'm sorry, we advance to the knockout round. We make it through the group stage. That's a win. That's that's a success for yeah, U.S. soccer as a whole. If we yeah. fail to, huge loss. Changes need to be made. So, kind of feels like we're in this do or die situation. But Ken, the real outlook is 2026, and the reason being is because if you look at our core of young players, um, really most of the starting lineup. But I'll give you three. Here's like like Christian Pulisic. You could find a lot of his rookie cards in 2016 select. He plays left wing. My personal favorite, Weston McKinney. His rookie cards is fun to collect because it was 2018 Donruss. And Ken, I know you know rated rookie. I know you've seen that logo before. Mm-hmm. So here it is from 2018 yeah. Donruss. And it's funny, as you're picking your cards up, I I you know, I, I had something like this was before I had you had the uh, the Holland up and and, nice. and I've got my, you know, I've been buying these cards. I got the McKinney, and you know, love it. And th- and this is a fun one because it's it says rated rookie, which you know, and it's in his USA kit. And yep. the the young guy, who's only nineteen, probably has the most upside. If you want to invest in someone, I think is Gio Reyna. Both of his parents were national team players. This is a orange refractor from Stadium Club Beauty autograph for the one. PSA ten. Yeah. But these guys, Ken, they're all so young. They are everyone. We're the youngest team in the World Cup this year. So everyone is 24 and under. These guys are all playing in the best leagues in the world. Gio Reyna plays for Dortmund in the German First League. Pulisic plays for Chelsea in the English Premier League. McKinney plays for Juventus in the Italian First League. Serie A. So they're playing in the best leagues in the world. These guys are 24 and younger in four years. 
they'll be 25, 26, 27, 28, hitting their prime. The World Cup is here. If you could think long term and you want to buy some soccer cards to hold on, it'll be a perfect storm in 2026. But what has made collecting so enjoyable is even though that World Cup's in four years, every time I see Pulisic play, well, he hasn't played much, but every time he gets in with Chelsea, it's like I'm enjoying the players and watching my cards hopefully go up at the same time. And that'll be my journey for the next four years. Yeah, Yeah, I agree completely with what you just said about, you know, so many young players, everybody's going to be in their prime in four years. And I think making the final eight would be maybe the next step, um, you know, to kind of catapult the sport and team success even further forward in 2026. And Craig, I know you and I know how you save those cards and put those cards away. And a lot of those cards never, you know, end up going up for sale. So if anybody has those cards who who, who could have strong hands to hold those cards for till 2026, I, I believe it'll be you. I do, too. And <laughs> you know how it is, like when you hold, when you like a card, like you love your XRCs, for example. Yeah. But sometimes you hold the card, you can't really describe it. It's OK. Um I want to move on from this. I'm no longer interested in this. Hmm. I've got a nice collection of soccer stuff here that I, I, I can't see myself parting with anytime soon. Hmm. I, I don't see feelings changing at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as far as the U S players go, I mean, are, are they uh, holding value like, like other players? Are they uh, undervalued? Do you think? I DJ, think you're more active um, than me. in terms of, you know, if your plan is to hold, you know, let's say McKenna or Pulisic, uh, Reina for the next four years, I think I would strongly imagine that in four years, their value will be up a bit. Um, this year, I mean, so many things, almost everything is down this year. Um, you know, overall, just with the economy and inflation, that's played a major role in, in prices. Um, I think that's the, the factor um, with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I wouldn't put too much stock into, you know, any prices that have dropped this year just because of, um, you know, it's record inflation this year. So, you know, that does play a role in everything. And uh, with the U.S. players, I, I think uh, it is a good plan to hold them for, um, you know, till t- 2026. Like yeah. Craig said, I, I really do agree it, it will be kind of a perfect storm with the stars aligning and the team uh, maybe having their best run that they've ever had. Yeah. For the short term, uh Dave, who who are you looking for besides your cards coming back from PSA? Who are you looking for to for an easy flip during World Cup? Yeah, I think uh, Rafael Leal, um, who I mentioned. Um, I think Neymar again. I would go to. I would go. I would think of um, players and teams who you think will advance far. Um, so you know, even uh, Messi and Ronaldo. I would compare how their prices might. Let's say they make the final. Let's say they meet in the final. Argentina versus. Portugal, um, whoever wins that, I think you'll see prices like you saw. I'll just use uh, Giannis for an example. When the Bucks won title, we saw Giannis's um, Prism rookies go crazy. You know, over three grand uh, for PSA ten the day after. I think, um, you know, I think we'll see spikes like that with um, you know whoever does win it. If there's a huge, huge name, especially one of the two goats, if they win it, I think we'll see a huge increase. So I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't shy away from. Even now, investing in some Messi and Ronaldo, Neymar, 
Um, just because if they do win it, there's, I, I, I shouldn't say it's a guarantee, but you, you can be pretty close to guaranteed that their prices will go way up if they do win one. And Craig, same question for you. Any short-term things you're looking at going into the World Cup? I know it sounds so basic and boring to say Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, but I just don't see a scenario where let's take a player like Phil Foden who's one of the best young midfielder forwards in the world. He plays for England. I don't see a scenario where he just goes, lights it up and scores five goals, for example. I do see a scenario where Argentina is in the semifinals, Messi's got four goals, and all lights are on him every time he steps on the field. So yeah. there, I even think for those players, there's an opportunity to buy and uh, yep. possibly flip in the short term. Now, Ken, have you seen Messi play? No, I have not. I had think, to think about it for a minute. Yeah, Think about that, right? He is arguably the biggest athlete in the universe. One of the greatest athletes of all time. Mm-hmm. Very inspirational story. Just so likable by all. And you've never seen him play. So think mm-hmm. about how many other people out there who have not seen the greatest athlete in their sport play. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Do, yeah. You, do you plan on tuning in this World Cup to watch him perform? I do. I do, and and I've really been trying to get as much information as I can, you know, about the uh, about the sport itself, not the people, but the sport itself. And and I was actually um, I was down visiting my daughter in North Carolina uh, last month, the month September. I was down there, and um, a good friend of ours, who is the president of the North Carolina Courage, said, "Come over and watch a game." It was the first pro- professional soccer game I've ever been to, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I thought to myself, I would never, I would never enjoy a soccer game. You know, I, I now I, I remember watching um, the women in the last World Cup uh, just on TV, right? The, the the women's World Cup just on TV uh, because they were making a, a deep run in the tournament, and it was, uh, you know. As an American, you know you 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 want to jump on board and watch, watch you know watch your country play. So so as we come into this World Cup, that's what I'm looking. I'm 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 going to be putting time aside to sit and actually watch games because I I I understand the sport now, so I can watch. It, it's you know and I, I played hockey and I tell people all the time it's a it's a great sport. You should sit and watch a game and they say I have no idea what's going on. And then I understood when I went and watched another game like I want, tried to watch soccer and I really wasn't sure like why are they blowing the whistle? What is going on over here? But then you know I I, I figured out. I, I I know what's going on in the sport enough where I can watch it now. And I and I'm excited for the World Cup. I'll tell you, you know what, what, DJ, I know you're yep. going to agree with me here. The day after Thanksgiving, oh. two, at two. <laughs> I already know PM, where you're going. Yeah, at two p.m. when the entire country is off from work, USA versus England in the World Cup. Are you I kidding can't me? Wait. I mean, I, I already told my wife. Is, I said, um, you know, let's no family plans from two to four p.m. <laughs> on that two day. Two to four? No, that's like um, eight to four for me. I'm treating it like a game day. Yeah, we're we're, we're shutting it down for a couple hours. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eyes will be glued to that TV. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about a short – if you really wanted to short-term flip, you buy a couple USA guys, maybe they squeak a 2-1 win past England. Yeah. Or maybe they even score a yep. goal. That guy 
and I could name a few. It could be Pulisic, McKinney, Brendan Aronson, Gio Reyna, Timothy Weah, Eunice Musa. If anyone has like one moment on that day yeah. when the whole world is tuning in, you could have a little fun, maybe buy cards of those guys now and throw them up on eBay, and I'm sure somebody will be in the mood to pick that up. Yeah, the big moments. Um, and if you jump on buying something, um, you know, right then, well, the problem is if when you buy on eBay sometimes now or all the time now with a bigger card, you, you know, you're waiting over a week to get it. But um, when it wasn't that way, it's the second that goal would be scored for a huge moment, I sometimes I just jump on things and then just try to flip it later in the week. Uh, Kai Havertz a couple years ago when they beat uh, my city in the um, Champions League final, his prices went crazy, absolutely crazy um, after that game. And um, yeah, I, I bought a few of his cars the second that goal was scored and and did uh, pretty well on them. So I enjoy that sometimes, just you know, trying to jump on an opportunity right when yeah. the moment happens well like i said i've been picking up cards for the last eight months so i have about 15 20 cards here of all, all the people we've been talking about right just, love it you know just doing that and and you know Good who stuff. knows maybe i might pull a favorite out and and and, and it may be my new pc right i you never know what how how, how and when that's going to happen yeah. I'll it. tell you what I've noticed ken maybe you've noticed the same in your 25 cards and dj since you collect across multiple sports that it's way more affordable to have like a top 10% or a super, super cool card of a soccer player you like, as opposed to a top 10% uh, Joe Burrow card. 100%. Yeah. Like yeah. not even comparable. So you could build yeah. a really cool, unique soccer collection at a much more affordable price. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 all all these cards that I've picked up, I picked them up at really good prices. They were, you know, the season was over, the the prices were down, and people were looking to trade into football or just get out of the cards. So I picked them all up at great prices, but never never put them in my. I haven't brought them to any shows. I haven't put them in any cases. It's those cards that I pick up because I just hear people saying, "When World Cup comes, those are going to be the cards that you know." The soccer cars are going to be, you know, that's when they're going to be big. So just been putting them aside. Show us your favorite. Yeah, let's see it. Oh, well, here, I'll, I'll show you probably. Uh, here you go. Here's Christian Pulsick. Let's see. This Hold that purple. Up Hold oh, sorry. Purple Velocity, yeah? Yep, yeah, Purple Velocity. Yeah, that's, that's a nice number, one. Number to 99, right? Here, this is the... Uh, the future stars that the Holland, the future stars. I, I'm not sure if that's the same one you held up or it was a different one. I have but, the gold, but okay. I, I do like the future star set. Yeah. And then I also have his. Uh, He'll be very liquid for a long bubbles. time. I would yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's yeah. going to set all sorts of records on um, this year and, you know, maybe in years to come too. He's it, here's another. I think at this very moment, he's the best player in the world. I don't, I don't think there's any question. Actually, it's, with how well he's playing. Yeah. It's another Sapphire Erwin Holland Sapphire edition. So, Ken, if you're home one Saturday morning, turn on the TV, Peacock. I don't know if you have a subscription to Peacock. I, I actually do. Yeah. There you and go. you know what's interesting, too, which I've done, is um, I, I cut the cable about a year and a half ago on my regular cable company and went to YouTube TV. Same here. Great and YouTube look. TV has – you know it. It's got like 10, 12 soccer channels on there. Great. That they, you know, all these yeah. games are on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
So, so I think the hope is with soccer cards, and this thought kind of just came organically as you're holding up those Holland cards, is now that you own them, on a Saturday morning, maybe you're scrolling through the TV, you see Peacock, and you see Manchester City is saying, uh, playing. Hopefully there's a connection like, oh, I have some Erling Holland cards. Let me tune in to watch Manchester City play. He scores a goal. That's a good feeling. Now all of a sudden you're watching soccer. And look at that. We roped you in. <laughs> yeah. You brought me yeah, and his prices have gone way up um, with the season he's having. So even with the economy and everything going on, he's he's been, um, you know, he, he's definitely been uh, rising the last month, two months. How, how's my boy Saka doing? Is he going to do well in this? Yeah, I, I like Saka a lot. England is loaded with attacking talent, but I think Saka should always start for England. Um, I yeah. would always want Saka and Foden in there um, alongside Kane. And, um, yeah, England's an interesting team. A lot of talent. Um, defense is kind of suspect, but, um, you know, I, I don't think they're going to win it. But um, Saka, if they do win it, Saka, I think, will will have a huge role. And so he plays for Arsenal. Arsenal's Saka having a great Saka year. Saka also plays for Arsenal. So going back to what's going to happen when the World Cup ends, Saka's on, right now, one of the best club teams in the world. Yeah, Arsenal's having one of the best Incredible seasons season. uh, ever, I think, this year. Yeah. See, after this, I don't even want to sell my cards. I want to put them back in the closet and save them. <laughs> that I, I love that attitude. <laughs> and why am I going to get rid of them now? <laughs> Who, uh, who's your, who's your picks, and who's your, uh, who's your outside, who's your Croat- Croatia of this year? I was going to say Senegal, but Sadio Mane got hurt. I know it's a huge injury. So sad. He is like, he's like a true national hero. Yeah, that's sad. Um, um, I, I, for me, I like Serbia a little bit. Uh, Dusan Vlahovic, great, great player, plays for Juventus. Um, I think Serbia could make a run. Um, I like Uruguay a little bit too. I, I wouldn't necessarily say they're a sleeper. They're kind of like a B plus type of team. Um, but they have Darwin Nunez, Valverde from Real Madrid. Um, Nunez plays for Liverpool. Um, so with those two attacking guys up front, um, they definitely have some firepower to to score. Um, so it wouldn't shock me if if they make a run um, as well. And to win it, uh, Brazil, I think, is my pick. Um, I filled out a bracket the other day. I had Brazil over Portugal um, in the final. Um, I don't think France will win it just because Conte and um, Pogba are both out. Conte is kind of like the Dennis Rodman of um, of France if you could, as far as his role on the team. He's definitely the bulldog of the team. Um, tireless worker just makes all the little plays, wins all the 50, 50 balls. I mean, he's, um, the glue to that team. So without him, I do have doubts about France winning it, even though they are still super talented, but Brazil would be my pick. Yeah. Craig. Yeah, I know. I know it's a boring pick, but, uh, I got to go with Brazil too. There's just so much firepower on the attack, yeah. but as far as a sleeper, I saw Son got some sort of surgery on his eye, but he's good to play. Um, you know, I'm not. I think he is going to be good to play. I think he so, is. Yeah, I didn't hear anything my... otherwise this week. Um, yeah, so unless I missed something, but I think he's good to go. Don't sleep on South Korea. Um, I don't know. They do have Uruguay, Portugal, and Ghana in the group, but I don't know. The World Cup's that kind of tournament. If you have one guy who yeah. you know is going to your go-to gets you a goal every game. Sun could be that for South Korea. So 
I'll throw them out there as my uh, my dark horse. Yeah, Croatia in 2018, Modric was that guy where he just he was just an absolutely dominant player. And um, yeah, well, you're right. All it takes is one guy to to be playing at world class level sometimes. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Appreciate looking, it, Ken. Looking forward to the World Cup, and and you heard it here. Friday after Thanksgiving at 2 p.m. Do yep. not make plans. Do not make plans. <laughs> Craig, uh, tell everybody where they can uh, find you. And also, if you want to plug your podcast, please do with you and Carmine. Yeah. Uh, love talking cards. Love talking soccer. So hit me up on Instagram at New York City Sports Cards. Me and my buddy Carmine, we just started a podcast called Crosstown Cardboard. Cause we're a couple of New Yorkers and he's Carmine's cards on Instagram. And yeah, like I said, we both just love doing this. So Ken very much appreciate you having me on. It was a lot of fun. Likewise. Congrats on your pod too, Craig with, um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You guys are doing great stuff there. Dave, tell people where they can find you. Uh, DJ sports cards, eight, six on Instagram. Um, do story sales postings about the shows. They'll be set up at here in the Northeast um and yeah instagram is is my main uh hub when it comes to you know communications and and deals uh when it comes to the, the hobby great thanks guys really appreciate it thanks again ken thanks ken take care guys